This is the Crazy Beautiful Life Podcast. I'm Bethany, but most people call me B, and I'm your host. From health and wellness, money moves, environmentalism, lifestyle design, and more, this podcast helps inspire you to live your most crazy beautiful life. Welcome back to the Crazy Beautiful Life podcast. Happy Monday, March 15th, aka my 24th birthday. I'm actually so happy that my birthday this year is on a Monday. We all know Mondays are my absolute favorite day of the week. So I am just so content and so happy right now. I have had the best day today doing absolutely nothing. I took a nap. I cleaned our condo a wee bit. I don't take naps. So like this was a good day. But honestly, this year for my birthday, all I wanted was to simply do nothing. It has been a really busy last month and a half, I would say. So I did nothing today and it was remarkable. (laughs) I feel super, super lucky today for just having so many awesome and incredible people in my life. The texts I've received today and the Instagram shoutouts and the FaceTimes, they just mean so much to me. And I'm just, I'm so fortunate. I'm so fulfilled. And I'm so grateful for every single one of you who joins me every single trip that I take around the sun. So thank you. It's just, today's just a really good day. And I just want to say thanks to every single person who has sent me birthday wishes and who has extended their love and their kindness today. Also, tonight is season finale of The Bachelor, and I'm so excited to just be a couch potato and watch The Bachelor finale. Like, Honestly, what are the odds that the Bachelor finale also is on my quarantine birthday? My second quarantine birthday, I should say. So yeah, I am super excited for tonight's episode. If you're watching tonight, then make sure that you head on over to the Crazy Beautiful Life Facebook group. I will be live commenting in the Bachelor thread. It is going to be going down. Oh yeah. There's a lot of new people listening to the podcast, a lot of new faces, following me on Instagram, listening to the podcast. So if you're new around here, I totally recommend that you join the Crazy Beautiful Life Facebook group. I am building a community of people who are there to inspire and support inspire, support, and uplift each other. So head on over to the Crazy Beautiful Life Facebook group. I post exclusive content there. I do different announcements, discussions, and so much more. I've been super active in our Facebook community. So if you're new around here, then go on over, join the Crazy Beautiful Life Facebook group. It is always in my Instagram bio, or you can just search Crazy Beautiful Life on Facebook, answer a few questions, and you'll be added into the group. So Today is my 24th birthday, my 24th trip around the sun, and honestly, I have so much to talk about today. In today's episode, we are going to talk about all the things that have changed in my life since this day last year. We're going into deep dive, self-reflection, and just sort of looking back on all that has occurred over the last 365 days, and then we're going to talk about growing up and feeling like you're running out of time. Let's get into it. (laughs) 
Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the episode. I just wanted to interrupt you briefly to talk about Young Living Essential Oils. Young Living Essential Oils are the international leader in therapeutic grade essential oils. With their seed to seal guarantee, you can ensure that you are getting essential oils of the highest purity and highest potency. Some of my favorite, favorite blends are Valor, Peace and Calming, and Christmas Spirit. They have hundreds of different essential oils, natural health products, accessories, and more on their website. I absolutely love their natural home cleaning products. If you are ready to switch out things in your daily life for a natural, chemical-free alternative, then Young Living Essential Oils is the company for you. Additionally, should you decide to do the business side of things, their compensation plan is phenomenal. They have provided me so much financial freedom, emotional freedom, and chemical freedom in my life. If you're ready to get started with your Young Living journey, whether it be just purchasing some oils or getting going with your business, send me a DM and I'm happy to help you out. So I'm a very passionate person, but I'm also a very nostalgic person. I love looking back on my life. I love looking back on old photos and old videos that I have created. I love looking at scrapbooks and looking over old agendas. I know the old agendas thing is kind of weird, but I just love looking back and like, you know, seeing what I was doing and what I was up to at different points throughout my life. I think it's really important to reflect on your life and really just take a look at where you came from and honor and recognize how far you've come and where you're going. It's just so easy to feel like you're not making any progress. You're not making any progress in your health, your wellness, your training, your business, your career, whatever it may be. It's it's so hard to... It's so easy to feel like you're not making any progress and you're not really going anywhere. And I get it. And I know exactly what you mean and exactly how you feel. If you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling like I'm no further ahead than I was before, I've totally felt that way. But if we never take the time to reflect, the noise of our everyday lives and the noise and the chaos and all the things really clouds all of the amazing progress that we've made. How often do you slow down and really take a look at your life exactly one year ago on that day? How often do you pause and look at how much you've accomplished and overcome in the last year? A 2001 study found that reflection can help us understand the context in which we operate. Reflection can transform your perspective, deepen your understanding, and help you reappreciate your current life circumstances. I really want to talk about this re-appreciating current life circumstances. Lately, I've been feeling not so great and, and definitely feeling not like myself. And I've told a few of my really close friends about this, but honestly, like to be totally transparent, what's real and true for me right now is, is my life is tough. I, I've just not been feeling the best lately and I, I've just been feeling really stuck. I've been endlessly applying to jobs and literally not hearing anything back. I've had one interview that the person who was supposed to interview me no-showed for and then emailed me to reschedule. I sent them my availability and they ghosted. Um, And I've just been feeling stuck. I miss my friends. I miss my family. I miss my old life. And I've, I've just been feeling really bizarre lately. 
But then I decided to take a few moments to reflect. And this is something I love to do. I am a big reflector. I do this in preparation for the new year. I do this when I'm setting my new year's resolutions. And I especially do this around my birthday. And when I take a, a, a moment to reflect, I really experienced this reappreciation for my current life and all of the things that are real and true for me right now and just honoring and recognizing that I have come a really long way. And I encourage you to do the same. Maybe when your birthday comes around or maybe if you just want to do this right now, I encourage you to take a moment and pause and look at yourself today and look at yourself exactly one year ago on this day. Open up your calendar from last year. Go through your photos from last year on your camera roll. Maybe look at your work schedule. I don't know. Just take a moment to take yourself back to one year ago exactly on this day. And I am certain that there will be things that you can recognize of how far you have come. And I encourage you to write it all down, journal, word vomit, get it onto paper, and you will really be like, holy shit, like I really have made some incredible progress on on this day or since this day one year ago. The thing is we can't learn from our experiences if we don't understand and make sense of them. We can't celebrate all of the accomplishments, no matter how big or how small they may be, if we don't take a moment to let the fog settle and just sit and appreciate them. So with that, here is a little reflection of the last year in my life. On March 15th of 2020, I turned 23, and on this day one year ago, I was at my home in Camelford with Danny and the rest of my family, and I was super hungover sitting on my couch drinking a shamrock shake. (laughs) Danny and I had come home for the weekend, and then things started getting really, really strange really fast. Uh, The virus was starting to become more and more serious. Uh, One of my places of work, Patagonia, had already shut their doors and closed down. And yeah, the whole world was just kind of like, eh, this is so weird. Shit is really hitting the fan. So on March 15th, we were super lazy. Me, my sister, Danny, and Josh, I think we watched all of the second season of you I want to say we were just absolute couch potatoes and then on Monday March 16th Canada went into lockdown now Danny and I were already home um and we were just kind of like oh my god this is so weird like do we go back like what do we do the entire country had grounded its flights closed its doors like the whole nine yards like this was the the only legitimate lockdown that Ontario experienced. And it was long. It was a, a few months long. Um, and we didn't really know what was going to happen. We didn't know what the next wee while would look like. And we were told that it was for two weeks. So I actually had had already made plans to celebrate my birthday with my best friend Anastasia when I got back to the city. Obviously, that was canceled. And we thought that the lockdown was only going to be for two weeks. So since Danny and I were already home, we just decided to stay there. Toronto was a coronavirus hotspot and we were way more safe out in the country with my family. So we stayed for what we thought was going to be the two weeks. um, And then it just went on and on for months. So we stayed for weeks. Then we eventually came back to Toronto 
so I could finish up my exams. I have really bad internet out in Camelford um, and I needed a secure internet connection to do my exams. So we came back to Toronto for my exams and then went back to Camelford for another couple months, I want to say. Like we were there for a long ass time. At this time, on this day last year, I was working an incredibly toxic job that I ended up quitting in June. Um, So yeah, that sort of was something that was really heavily weighing on me was just, I had this job that I was so excited about and I thought it was everything I ever wanted and it was, but unfortunately it was really it was a really 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 toxic environment I was put down a lot um not by I was put down a lot by one person and my coworkers were phenomenal patients were phenomenal but one person was really really toxic and I just I had such low self-esteem because of that job everything I did was wrong I could never do right and I was just working this job and honestly hating my fucking life, like hating it. Um, Also at this, on this day last year, I was in my last year of university and my schedule was packed full to the point where it was simply unbearable. Every single day of the week, except for Monday, I had multiple things on my schedule and I was burning out. I was miserable. I was doing all of these things because I had to do them, not because I wanted to do them. So I was working two jobs. Um, One of them was Patagonia, which I love with my whole heart. And that is not the toxic job that I'm talking about. So I had two part-time jobs. I also had class. I was working on my primary research study, I was volunteering, and I was doing my placement. So literally every single day of the week, except for Monday, I had multiple things on my schedule. It was, you know, class to work or class to placement, class to volunteering, all all the things. It was not a good time. I was exhausted. I I was burnt out and I was exhausted. On this day last year, I was not in the best physical health I could be. I had no time to exercise or meal prep enough and I had honestly just spread myself way too thin. On this day last year, I had already finished submitting all my grad school applications and I was waiting for responses from all of them. I was also conducting a primary research study on postpartum depression and was literally racing the clock trying to get all of my interviews done and all of my research and recording done. And I finished my interviews literally two days before lockdown hit. I was stressed out to the max. I was not doing well in my statistics course, but I was absolutely thriving in my women's health course. I was still a varsity athlete a year ago today. I lived in a big 125-year-old home with my closest friends, and I had no idea what the next year in my life would look like. It's pretty crazy, all of the things that were going on at this time, on this day, last year. And then lockdown happened. And honestly, this is so selfish but I, I don't want to say I needed it. I don't want to sound incensed. I don't know what to say. I was just so spread so thin that the two weeks quarantine, I just felt like, oh, like 
deep breath. Like I can just take a moment. It's crazy all that happened since then. Since my birthday last year, I finished my primary research study. And I don't want to sound cocky, but I'm also really proud of myself. It ended up being 120 pages long and I got a 97% on my thesis. I graduated from the number one university in Canada, one of the top universities in the world. I got rejected from every single physio school that I applied to. (laughs) And then I moved. I left my beautiful 125-year-old home and got my first apartment with my special and amazing partner, Danny. And I got registered as a kinesiologist, which was really, really cool. I hosted my first live ticketed event, which was Empowering the Empire, Um, the evening before International Women's Day. I collected a lot of menstrual products to donate to Northern Indigenous communities in Canada. And I'm going to have the final numbers going up on my Instagram this week. So make sure you're following me on Instagram at bee.spiers. That's at bspears, where y'all can see how many menstrual products the empire was able to collect. Since this day last year, I fell in love with reading again and really started going head deep into a lot of books and just learning as much as I can and just discovering and really diving into personal development and even nonfiction reading, which is not something that I usually go for, but I'm reading a nonfiction book right now and I'm loving it. It's called All the Light We Cannot See. And it's exceptional, beautiful, wonderful, all the things. But yeah, I really fell in love with reading again. And on this day last year, I didn't really have a clear picture of where I wanted to be or where I wanted to go or what I wanted to do. And now I do. It's crazy how much has changed. But I just on this day last year, I didn't know I would spend literally months at my home in Campbellford. I didn't realize how much fun I would have just with my siblings, my parents, and my dogs literally in our backyard. I had no idea I would take up painting. I've never been good at painting. I've never been good at drawing, but I took that up during during lockdown. I think I did three different Bob Ross videos and then I did another video on my own. Like I had no idea I would take up painting. I had no idea I would take up sewing and then I would build myself so build myself that I would sew myself a beautiful beautiful blanket for Danny and I's apartment. On this day last year, I did not have the best relationship with exercise. I worked out to get faster, stronger. I worked out to check working out off the list of things that I needed to do. I was an athlete for 10 years and for five years, I was a varsity athlete. So all of our workouts were chosen for us. We had a program that we followed and I was just sort of exercising for the sake of exercising. I was exercising because it was a box on my agenda that I needed to check off. I was exercising because our trainer was checking through the app, making sure that we were doing the workouts and they were amazing workouts and I love our trainers so, so, so much, but I wasn't exercising because I loved it. 
And since this day last year, I have totally rediscovered my love for exercise and also really just discovered that exercise can look really different. Exercise can be going for really long bike rides or one of my absolute favorites, going for walks after dinner. I love going for walks after dinner and throughout the first lockdown. It was so much fun to have dinner with my family and say, okay, who's coming for a walk? And I just loved going for walks at sunset and it was amazing. It was, I just, I love going for walks. I am so grateful over the last year that I have started going for walks. And even when I came back to Toronto and I was with my roommates again, we started going for walks after dinner and we also started rollerblading after dinner and listening to my roommate's golden hour playlist while we were rollerblading around the city looking for smooth roads. (laughs) I realize that exercise can be playing spike ball in the park or it can be at-home workouts or exercise can be running or rollerblading or geocaching or yoga and I just I've totally fallen in love with movement and exercise again and doing movement that I enjoy rather than just doing movement for the purpose of checking it off the list. At this time last year, my relationship with exercise was definitely troubled. And here I am a year later, and my relationship with exercise has never been better. And I love movement, and I love exercising in a variety of different ways and honoring what my body feels called to do. Whether one day I feel like running 10 kilometers, or the next day I feel like going for a walk, or the next day I feel like doing a Pilates video, or the next day I feel like doing strength in my living room, I've just fallen in love with exercise again, and I'm so grateful for that. Since a year ago today so much has changed. And I didn't feel that way before. I felt like I'm no further ahead and I'm not making any progress. I still don't have a a job in my field and uh, whatever. I didn't feel that way until I took some time to reflect. And what a year it has been. A year ago today, I didn't have as clear of a picture of what my purpose is in this life. And I know now that my purpose is to help people. My purpose is to educate as many people as I can and share as much knowledge as I can with others and help inspire and uplift others. I know that now. And it's just so cool to look at the last year and realize that there have been so many victories over the last year, some big and some small. Celebrate every single victory. Celebrate your life. Celebrate everything, every single time you get a year older, every single time you do something different or do something new or accomplish a different task, no matter how big or how small, celebrate it. Celebrate the insignificant and little moments. You see, that's really what life is about, is celebrating and learning and loving and growing. I love taking a moment to just celebrate everything. It's so much fun. And it makes life so much more enjoyable and so much more memorable. Since March 16th of 2020, I feel like 
a lot of us have felt sort of robbed in a sense. Despite all of the incredible things that happened this year, I just, I pictured my first year post-grad completely different. I said, if I don't get into physio, I'm going to travel. I'm going to go back to Northern Ireland. Guys, I haven't visited Northern Ireland since my family moved to Canada in like 2004. I thought I was going to go back. I thought if I don't get into physio, I'm going to go climb another mountain. I'm going to visit my best friend on the East Coast. I'm going to travel my ass off. I'm just going to go for it. I thought things would have been so different. A lot of us who are in our early 20s right now feel this way too. I was chit-chatting with a friend and they were like, yeah, like we've, all of us in our 20s have been dealt a really shitty card. Like the, the most precious and most important years of our lives are being robbed from us. I totally feel that way and it sucks, but it's not entirely true. I know a lot of us feel like by now we should have it all figured out. You know, by now I'm 24, I should have a house, I should have a job, I should be working in my field, I should be, you know, be more stable, be more secure, be adulting more, if you will. But I'm here to tell you that there is so much more to life than graduate, get a job, buy a house, work until you die. There's so much time for career. There's so much time to find your dream home and and tie yourself down and stick your roots in the ground. There's so much time to find yourself and find your passion. We have so much time. Life doesn't have to be this linear process that we all think that we have to follow. It doesn't have to be this schedule that society makes us feel like we need to follow. It doesn't have to be that way. You can wait until you're 40 to buy a house and not tie yourself down like that. You can buy a rental property when you're 22 if you want to. Or you can buy a rental property when you're 54. You don't have to follow society's standards of when you should have certain things done by. You don't have to have it all figured out yet. You don't have to know what you want to do. You don't have to know what career you want to follow. And if you do know, then that is awesome. But if you don't, then that is totally awesome as well. There's so much time, truly so much time to do all the things you've ever wanted to do. To fulfill all of the items on your bucket list. There's so much time to go and see and learn and grow. There really is no rush. It's never too late to travel. It's never too late to live your life. At Patagonia, we have our Patagonia pros or Patagonia ambassadors. And these are athletes and important people in the outdoor world who align with our mission and our morals. So they become Patagonia ambassadors. They help represent the brand and the company. And one of my favorite Patagonia pros is Caroline Gleick. And a few months ago, she posted this photo on her Instagram. 
and the caption really, really stuck with me. So I wanted to share it with y'all and I totally recommend going and following Carolyn Glake on Instagram. If you just want to be inspired to be adventurous and be fun and laugh and play and I just, I love Caroline and I love what she puts out into the world. So I'm going to read you this caption. She posted this on January 4th, so at the beginning of 2021. Caroline writes, I didn't meet my husband until I was 29. I didn't get married until I was 33. I didn't run my first marathon until I was 31. I didn't run 50 miles or set a fastest known time until I was 34. I didn't win a ski race until I was 32. In 2021, I'm 35. My life isn't going to the plan I had envisioned when I was a kid, but I'm happier now than I have ever been. It's never too late to live the life of your dreams. This caption really, really got me because we all feel these external pressures that we have to have certain things done by a certain age or our lives are supposed to follow some specific path that society makes us feel like it should follow. Another thing I really took away from this caption by Caroline is that we are never too old to try something new or to learn a new skill or take up a new hobby. It's weird, you know, so many people feel like if they didn't try a certain sport or learn a certain skill before they're 21, then it's too late. You know, you can't take up figure skating when you're 30. You have to take up figure skating when you're five wrong. You can take up figure skating whenever you want. If you didn't learn to ski when you were a kid, then you can never learn to ski wrong. If you're not a runner, you will never be a runner. You had to be a runner growing up in order to be a runner in adulthood. That is so wrong. Have you always wanted to dance? It isn't too late. Take a dance class. Have you always wanted to sail? It isn't too late. Sign up for sailing lessons, especially if you live in any community along Lake Ontario. There are sailing clubs everywhere that offer can sail, that offer albacore, that offer keelboat racing. It is never too late. Maybe you've always wanted to snowboard. I learned to snowboard when I was, I want to say in my teens, like grade nine-ish, grade eight, grade nine, I think. But like my sister didn't learn to snowboard until she was in her early 20s. I taught one of my best friends to snowboard like a year or two ago, and now she absolutely shreds. I also helped teach one of my other friends to snowboard literally last year when she was 23. You are never too old to learn something new. That's something that I look at my mom uh, a lot and I value her. Honestly, like you guys know, my mom is such a freaking cool person. She is hilarious. She is fun and she is full of life, of life. But something I value about my mom a lot is her willingness to try something new. She never lets age be a factor from stopping her trying anything or doing anything. She skied when she was a kid and hasn't skied for a year. And now she's like, I want to learn how to ski again. She wants to start working out. She laces up her skates and goes skating on the pond with us. She gets back on her bike after not getting on one in like 20 years. She's just so cool. And she's so willing to learn new things and try new things. And she never lets her age be a factor in that. 
You guys, it's never too late to take up a new sport or a new activity. You're never too old to try something new. You can fill this life with as much experience, love, and adventure as you choose. You can design a life that you love. And even though, even though the last year of our lives has been robbed from us in a very small way, it's, it's a very big way that all of the things that have happened this year are very significant. But in the grand scheme of things, it's only one year. This is just one chapter of the, the 80 or 90 or 100 chapters that you may live. Travel doesn't have an age limit on it. You can travel when you're 60. You can travel when you're 70. You can go on a all expenses or all inclusive vacation to the Bahamas or to Mexico when you're 50 with your gal pals. You don't have to go on, on parties and adventures with your friends now when you're young. You can if you want to, but you don't have to. You're never too old to experience. You're never too old to drop your kids off at your grandparents' house and go on a car trip or on a road trip. You're never too old. We will have time to travel. We will have time to experience. We just have to subscribe to the idea that you are never too old to learn something new, to travel, to challenge yourself, to take up a new skill. You're never too old to climb a mountain. You're never too old to start ice plunging. You're never too old to change your career or change your path. That's the cool thing about life is that if you ever want to change something, you can literally change it. You can literally go back to college or go back to university when you're in your 40s or when you're in your 50s or your 30s or your late 20s and take something completely new and completely change your entire life. If you're feeling stuck, just know that time is a social construct. Time is elusive. Time doesn't matter. You can change things up. You can try something new. So this is 24. This is my 24th attempt at life. My 24th chance, my 24th chapter, my 24th opportunity to design my dream life. And I am just so excited for all of the things that are on the horizon. What I really want y'all to take from this episode is that reflection is the key to understanding where you came from so you can get a more clear picture of where you're going. Second thing that I want you to take from this episode is that you are not running out of time. There's so much time to travel, to learn, to grow, to have adventures and experiences. And the third thing that I want you to take from this episode is that it's never too late to travel, to learn a new skill, to take up a new hobby. It's never too late to challenge yourself, to learn to surf, to learn to sail, to run a marathon, to take up rock climbing to learn to knit, to learn to sing, to learn to play the piano. It's never too late to challenge yourself. You are not running out of time. You're running with time. Thank you all for making my birthday so special and filling my cup 
so much. It is a beautiful life. Thank you so much for listening to The Crazy Beautiful Life. If you'd like to leave me an Apple Podcast review, I would really appreciate it. And make sure that you're subscribed so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes. I'll see you all next Monday. It is a beautiful life.